The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Friday edition. And we're glad you're with us today. Today is a unique day as not only do we finish out our week together, uh, we finish out the year together. Uh, Today is New Year's Eve. Uh, Tomorrow is the beginning of a brand new year. 2022 is rolling in. Uh, And, uh, you know, obviously we thought the same thing. Get out of 2020, get into 21, and everything would be better. And I saw a bunch of, uh, yesterday, a bunch of posts on different social media asking people's opinion of which year was worse, 2020 or 2021. And, you know, we can do that. We can focus on the negative and then hope that the change of the year will be the thing that helps us. The change of the year will be that big hope. The problem is if we put all of our hope in just maybe the potential of a new calendar year and then those things don't turn out the way we want to, if we're not careful, we can easily become discouraged by that same thing we place a hope in. We often say that hope is not necessarily found in our circumstances. Hope is found in the core of what we believe can bring hope. Hope is not found in the year or the good or the government of things. Hope is found in God. God's in control. And it's intriguing to me today that as we come to this point on the last day of this year, last day of this week, uh, we also evaluate a section of Psalm chapter 119 that is absolutely fitting for a great reminder at the end of this year and the precipice of a new year. So we're going to be in Psalm chapter 119, verse number 89. As you know, we've been breaking down Psalm 119 into the sections that the author did, or at least as the one man who broke down the chapter. We know that the chapter divisions were not created by the authors themselves. They were created by preachers later on. And uh, so this, this this person decided to place it up by the Hebrew alphabet. And so we're in Lamed. Lamed is some would call it. Most of them call it. Lamed is the letter L, we would probably say, uh, the closest to us in transliteration. Let's go ahead and read the these uh, few verses, and then we'll go ahead and unpack them. Verse number 89, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for all are they, for all are thy servants. Unless thy law hath been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. I am thine, save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I set an end of all thy perfection, but thy commandment is is exceedingly is exceeding broad. Now we're going to see some repetition as we've seen through the chapter of Psalm 119. We mentioned we started this that much of what we're going to see in Psalm 119 is a repetition of the importance of God's word, His laws, His commandments, His precepts. It's been used in different terminology in this chapter, uh, but we're going to see that basically the word of God is what is established. The word of God is what brings hope. The word of God is what brings confidence in the coming year. Now, please remember. If we go back to John chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 2, the same was the beginning with God. We see that the Word of God is God's physical form for us today. Uh, it is the same. And so we have this divine, inspired Word that God has given to us. 
that he knew all of what was going to happen before the word was even placed in pen, uh, penned into ink. And we see all of that. And so we can look at this. We can see that God was not surprised by the events of the Old Testament, by the events of the New Testament, and all that took place in the beginning of the church. God was not surprised by the history of the of the current church we look at today and our history and all of the persecution it went through to get to where it's at today. God's not surprised by any of it. God is not surprised by the news in 2021 and or 2022. God is not surprised by the weather patterns. God is not surprised by the current circumstances. He's not surprised by our government or by the current state of the pandemic. He's not surprised by any of this. Now, please remember, um, God has allowed the world to go in its own pattern. He's, he has not controlled it. He is sovereign, but in his sovereignty, he's given free will and he's given, allowed the world to move as we want it to, which includes sin. Sin is in the world, and therefore, much of what we see are results of sin and the effects of it. But what are the confidences we can get from that? So let's go ahead and evaluate that in a couple of verses here, in one, and starting in chapter 119, verse 89. He says something very simplistic that he's really repeating what he said many times. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. I like the fact that it's it's been settled in heaven. Heaven existed way before earth and obviously will be the way after. And what we see in there is the eternality of the word of God. That God's word is settled. What is happening, what is going to happen, it's settled, it's done. And so we see the eternality of it. That is now these things aren't being written. You don't you don't look at the word of God and say, We need to change the word of God today because of the current climate or the current culture, or this group believes this, or this group believes this. Please understand, we don't adjust our beliefs system based upon the culture of the climate. God's word is established forever and therefore we must stand with that. We stand firm in the fact that his teaching, that his that the beliefs we hold to have been established forever. Please understand we there are, where there are divisions in how things are interpreted. We look at the Old Testament. A lot of it is strictly to Israel, things of that nature. But the word of God itself has been established and we can hold to the fact that there's no surprises, that we're not going to, we don't sit here and say I wish this had happened or what it was going to happen. God's word is established forever. The eternality of the word of God. But then we go on in verse number 90. Thy faithfulness is into all generations. Thou hast established the earth and it abideth. So we see the eternality of the word of God, but then we see the faithfulness of God himself. And I love that he says to all generations. You know, gener- Things change so often. The way the Christianity today is very, in, it, what, in what it faces, is so different than what it faced when my parents grew up. Uh, the battles that were faced in the 60s and 70s, and you know, those are very different than the you know 19 in the, in the 21st century, and all that we're facing today. Uh, social media, media has made it very different. And you know, you think about I know so much about what happens all across the globe in a few seconds from social media. We're growing up, I really didn't know much of any of this unless you watched the 30-minute nightly news, and that was just based upon what they wanted to talk about. We look at all of the things that have happened, and we look back at, you know, my great-grandparents and how God protected and blessed them, and we can look ahead to my great-grandchildren, God God, tarry, God willing, that he tarries, and, I, and, I, and they do live on this earth, right? That God is still faithful to them. So we look at everything happening today, and we can become concerned, but the key we have to remember is the faithfulness of God, even to us. He's established, and he said, thou hast established the earth, it abideth. You know, he's established this earth. He knows what's going on. He's got a long-term plan. Can I, can I remind you of something? This earth is borrowed, all right? God gave us the earth, and he, he knew it's temporary. Ultimately, God is going to destroy this earth and make a new heaven and a new earth. 
So we get really concerned about it. I think we should take care of it. I think we should be wise and good stewards what we've been given. But please understand that God's not surprised by all the concerns that people bring up today. He's not concerned because he's got a plan. He knows what's going on. And ultimately, he's going to reestablish what he has here. So at that point, we trust him. We trust his sovereignty in the midst of all of this. Let's go to verse number 91. They continue, continue talking about the earth and all of that. They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for they are thy servants. What are you talking about? Well, the laws of the earth, the laws of physics, all these things that we hold to, they continue. This world is still the servant of God. He created it, and they continue. Verse 92, unless thy law hath been my delights, I should have been perished in mine affliction. He goes back to the word of God, and he says, if I had not met the word of God be the foundation, I would have perished. I would have, I would have given up. In all of mine affliction, in the midst of mine affliction, if I had not let the word of God be the thing that keeps me strong, then I would have just completely given up. He says in verse 93, I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. It is his precepts, his truth, the word of God that has quickened, strengthened me. It is the word of God, it's the promises that I am listening and hearing the word of God. Not my opinion, not religion, not someone else's traditional opinion. It's the word of God that I'm listening to, and that's what I hold to. He says in verse 94, I am thine. Save me, for I have sought thy precepts. Continue to protect me and save me from these things. Verse 95, the wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. The wicked, by the way, the wicked are constantly looking for ways to get rid of those that are good. You follow God and you do right. There's going to be some who don't like it. I, no matter how gracious you are, no matter how loving you are, there's going to be those that Satan's going to use to go against you. That's just part of what it is. And generally, my experience is it comes from the least likely expected situation, but doesn't change anything. We still hold firm to what God is doing, and we still stand. He's in control. We hold to him. Verse 98, or 90, excuse me, 96. I have seen an end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. I studied that this morning, and looked, and I'm telling you, there's about 900 different opinions of that phrase, seen the end of all perfection. Here, here's the application I put to it today. He said, I have seen so much, I've experienced so much, as this author David, I've seen so much, and I still see that you're good. You're good when I don't know how things are going to end up. You're good when I've seen how things are going to end up. And I trust you no matter what. And that's what we hold on to. That whether we are new to Christian life, whether we are older and we can have experience to back up, whether what we're facing right now is brand new, we trust that God's faithfulness is never ending. And that he will take care of us. And so we stay in his word. We trust in his word. And that is what we find our confidence. We find our confidence at the ending of this year. And we find it coming into next year. Stay in his word. Stay close to God. Trust it. I don't know what's coming in 2022. I really don't. Uh, but you know, God does. And he's in control. And we're not going to worry about it. Uh, because we're going to keep our eyes on Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the same, and is set, set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's where he is. And I put my trust in him for whatever's going to come next year. I want to say thank you for taking time throughout this year to participate in these. Let me be part of your today, of your weeks, and of your year. Uh, next Monday, we'll be right back at this um, as we continue. When we continue together in 2022, keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. Thanks for giving me the chance to be part of your day, be part of your time. I hope you'll join us Sunday morning. I will not be there. Maybe you've not noticed. I tested positive with COVID. And uh, so Friday kind of is at the, excuse me, Sunday's at the end of my quarantine time. And uh, really could have been tomorrow at the end of it based upon when symptoms started. But I really rather have extra precaution. So I'm not going to be there just in case uh, that I want to make sure we're safe. And uh, so Lord willing, a week from this coming Wednesday, we'll see you again. But thank you for the opportunity. Hope you join us Sunday anyway. Join us online or join us in person. 
and we appreciate the opportunity to minister to you and to minister together. We look forward to a great year moving forward and all that God has for us. We love you. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time.